G'day, I'm Ian Swain, the owner of Swain Destinations, a company that customises travel experiences to New Zealand, Australia, South Pacific Islands, Africa, Asia and India. And today, welcome to another edition of G'day with Ian Swain. Today, we're heading to the South Island of New Zealand on the northeast coast to a place that National Geographic has called the area of Maritime Serengeti or a sea world without walls. Welcome to Kaikoura. Another one of New Zealand's oases lies a short drive north of Kaikoura, Hapuku Lodge and Treehouses. Hapuku sits between the Seaward Mountains and the Mangamono Bay, giving stunning views in every direction. And being a treehouse gives you a bird's eye view that all Kaikoura has to offer. Emil van der Linde is the general manager of the lodge, originally from South Africa, found Kaikoura and practically never left. So welcome, Emil. Kia ora, Ian. Nice to meet you. You're picking up the local lingo, I hear. Have to. Yes, part of the part of the territory I've been here for 17 years, so I haven't lost the accent yet, but you're almost a local. Exactly. So, Emil, tell us what drew you to Kaikoura, because that's a different perception to what South Africa offers. Yes, uh, I originally came to New Zealand in 2007, just as a holiday, and like so many other people, just never, never left. It originally started in Methin when I moved over, and then came on a little trip, just uh, a weekend away, stayed at Puku Lodge and in Kaikoura, and that was it. I uh, never wanted to leave, so uh, yeah, eventually managed to find a, get a job here, and uh, still here. Now, it's a very special place. I know I've been there several times, and each time you find another little secretive place of the lodge grounds itself. It's such a beautiful property. Tell us a little bit about the history of the lodge, how it started, and, uh, and what, how it trans transgressed to what it is today. Sure. So um, the lodge property actually originally started as the deer farm. We're still on a working deer farm today. Um, so the owner of the lodge, Tony Wilson and the Wilson family, Tony's nephew originally stumbled across, across uh, this property overlooking Mangamani Bay and then Tony came out and visited him and uh, saw the potential and saw the beauty of Kakora and then started buying some more farmlands around the area and initially just started off small plots on the hill in Mangamani now pretty much we own 1300 acres. Um, of farmlands and the lodge is a part of that. So the lodge started with a um, pretty much an owner's cottage, the, the olive house that we still got today. Tony built that for himself to live in when he comes over from California. Then as he came over with friends, they all pretty much encouraged him to, to build a lodge. Uh, initially it started as a small roadside lodge, just the uh, just a small six-bedroom lodge with a little cafe open to outside diners and it grew to what it is today so in 2002 the lodge opened 2007 the tree houses got added so the five tree houses that we've got now and then in 2010 the lodge rooms got renovated into the four lodge suites that we've got today and at that stage the outside dining cafe changed to the in-room dining as it is today and the olive house was renovated in 2018 to a three-bedroom owner's cottage. And, and the olive house was the original olive press room, correct, of the farm? That's right, yes. So upstairs was uh, Tony's house, pretty much, uh, just with the open-planned apartment. And then downstairs was the olive press. So we've got a, our own olive grove, and we press all the olives, or we used to press it. We don't press it anymore, but uh, 
we still get all the olives from uh, from the olive grove, and that's the olive oil we use in the kitchen. So I guess you have olive as turn down service in that room, obviously, every night. <laughs> Not quite, but it would be something nice to do. <laughs> so before we get to the lodge, um, you know, I'm intrigued by the activities that Kaikoura has to offer, and it's, it's, um, it's National Geographic said it's the Maritime Serengeti. There's so much stuff there. Um, can you elaborate on some of the activities that um, our guests experience when they're staying at Hapuku? Absolutely, yeah. Where to start? There's so much to do. Uh, so I guess if we start out on the water, that's what Kaikoura is definitely known for: is the, the marine life and the diversity of it. Uh, we've got uh, the whales, we've got resident sperm whales that's out there all the time, so that's probably the most known activity is going to be the whale watch. Uh, so it's a three-hour boat trip where they take you out and you experience the, the, the resident sperm whales. Um, and if the dusky dolphins or any of the other animals come past, obviously they show you that as well. Then the next one next uh, that's really attractive to guests and my favorite as well is the dolphin swimming and watching. So we've got dusky dolphins in Kaikoura. They are, uh, what's nice about the dusky dolphins is they swim in pods of about 200 to 400 and they're very inquisitive smaller dolphins. So jumping into the water and swimming with them is something uh, you can't explain. Very inquisitive, they make eye contact. You're supposed to be singing while you're under the water but that attracts them. And uh, yeah, just a really, really good activity. Then there's all sorts of other bits and bobs around it. Another way to see the whales will be to do the flights. We've got fixed wing planes or a helicopter, which is a really good way to see them because you can see the whole animal from, from, from the air. Um, and that also extends out to a nice flight over the mountains, landing maybe on one of the mountain ranges and getting some incredible photos of the Kaikoura region from the top. Then land-based activities, we've got a really nice little museum that's opened up. It's got a, an exhibition about the earthquake. Um, just a nice little town to walk through and beautiful walks in the area and mountain biking. And also if you're very close to the, uh, the, the vineyards up there in the Marlborough Sounds. And, and one thing, uh, recently we uh, interviewed Graham from Bay of Many Coves. And what I like to do is put itineraries together where you start at Bay of Many Coves do a self-drive or a chauffeur drive down the coast through through Blenheim, through the Wint Vineyards, have some nice lunches and wines, and then end up at Paipuku for a few days and then continue on down south to the southern part of the South Island. So you're very close to a lot of different things. Let's talk about the lodge now, because you know one of your uniqueness is the tree houses and the, the five tree houses you have there. And I'm looking at your, uh, at your website, uh, it came across that one of the Wilsons thought that to get a much better view of Kaikoura is to do a bird's eye view and that's what they tried to perceive with the tree houses. So explain the tree houses, the lodge suites and of course the olive house. Yes, absolutely. So I guess we are most known for our tree houses. Um, so what the tree houses are, they're pretty much rooms that's 30 feet in the air. Uh, you've got a staircase that lead up to this. Uh, we've got two different styles of tree houses too. We've got an upper branch tree house and then we've got a family tree house. So I'll start off with the, the upper branch tree house. It's a room 30 feet up in the air. So as you get to the room, the views are incredible. From the bathroom is on the eastern side of the room. You overlook our olive grove onto the Pacific. Um, you literally stand in the shower with a beautiful view right next to you. Feels like you're really up in the air. It's also got a little balcony that lead out just outside of this, the, the room that um, overlooks the olive grove. And then the rest of the room is open planned. Um, so you've got a seating area on the western side of the room that overlooks the Siwa Kaikoura mountain ranges and also the deer paddocks. 
So uh, then the rest of the room is just a beautiful open planned room. We try and uh, keep it as simple as possible, but still very comfortable and uh, beautiful views. So the tree houses sound fantastic. Tell us about the lodge suites that you have. So our entry level room in our lodge is our lodge room. It's a 440 square meter room with 440 square feet. A beautiful range Japanese soaking tub overlooks our, our deer paddocks and onto the Kakora Seawood mountain ranges. A king, king bed also be split into, two, and into a twin if necessary. It's got a little seating area, the mini bar, and uh, just well acquainted. Then next to that, we've got two lodge suites, which are very similar to the lodge room. It's just got a separate seating area, uh, nice and comfortable, just for people who need a little more space to pick and unpack their bags and just uh, sit back in the lounge and, and read a book. Then next to that, we've got our hapuku room, which is a bit more of an open planned room. It's got a, a similar style to our tree houses. Um, with a, a bathtub that's a little bit unique. It's an infinity bathtub, so you can leave the water running and it just hugs the bath and, and, and drains underneath. Uh, quite a romantic, intimate room being so open planned. And it, it's got pretty much 270 degree views over the mountain ranges onto the Pacific and actually got a, its own private entry down to the swimming pool in the jacuzzi area. Then the other room type, I guess, that we've got as well is our, our Olive House. So that, as I mentioned earlier, it used to be Tony's uh, apartment as such when he came over, so the owner's cottage. Now it's a three-bedroom apartment, uh, three or two-bedroom. So it's got two bedrooms on the, up, uh, on the upper level overlooking the, the deer paddocks and onto this, uh, the Seawood mountain ranges. And then you've also got the separate bedroom downstairs that's uh, sort of more catered for the children. So it's really good for families traveling together, different generations, or two couples that, that want to have similar, similar room styles, but uh, their own space. So now I know dining is, is part of New Zealand's um, luxury lodges forte, and, and every lodge has got a different take on how they do the, the dining experience. Can you explain how Hapuku does the dining experience? Yes. Um, the dining experience is really at the heart of what we do at Apuku. It's a part of the experience. We, we really pride ourselves on, on the food delivery and, and just the experience in the dining room. So um, generally, dinner will start with a pre-dinner drink uh, just out in our lounge area. We will escort the guests through into the dining room once they're ready. Um, generally speaking, we, we've, dinner will be in the dining room, but on a beautiful day, we've got a courtyard that you can actually just see outside behind me here. That's just lovely on a summer's day. We just can sit out and outside for breakfast or dinner and uh, just overlook the mountain ranges, the tree houses and our grounds. So we, we really try and source all our ingredients as local as possible. Uh, we've got a kitchen garden just down the back here that, that the, the chefs maintain themselves. And we've got some fantastic local providers, some fishermen that, that provide us with some, some, some rare catches or just something a little bit different. Then the, the meat, some really good local providers for, for our meats that we, we get, the, the famous New Zealand lamb, and then also obviously beef and venison and all the other bits and bobs. Then we also, obviously, Kaikoura is really well known for its crayfish, Kai being food in Maori and Pora being crayfish in Maori, we definitely try and delight guests with a bit of crayfish if they, if they choose. That's great. 
So it's just so exciting to be there and just in that area and having the views out of the tree houses, I think are amazing. I remember my last stay there and whichever way you look, you've got an incredible aspect to look at and the, the friendliness of the, of the Kokorians, I suppose you might say. Uh, and you're so close to town and so close to all the activities. I want to thank you for spending time with me this afternoon, um, Emil, and I really appreciate it uh, sharing your thoughts and, and your experiences at Hapuku Lodge. And um, just keep on looking after our guests as you do, as you have in the past, and make sure they have a great time and they'll all come back um, loving their experience down there. So thank you very much. Thank you, Ian, and thank you for doing this for the industry. And uh, we look forward to welcoming your guests anytime. Yeah, well, I'll be back there as soon as they let me. So just keep, keep a door, keep a, a treehouse ready for me. No problem at all. Okay.